I really want to thank Miro, one of the most useful tools. They sponsor this podcast. They are my go-to resource when it comes to working remotely and collaborating. They're also great for an office, but let me paint a picture for you. Everyone here is working from home in some capacity. Either we have peers that work from home, maybe we're part in the office, part out. Collaboration can be chaotic. Miro is the ultimate digital whiteboard and visual collaboration platform. You could be a remote team, you could be a creative agency, you could be a solopreneur. Miro allows you to brainstorm, plan, and execute seamlessly. Picture this, you're in a virtual meeting mapping out a huge project with Miro. You can drag and drop sticky notes, sketch wireframes, organize ideas all in real time. You collaborate with your team no matter where they are. This is a game changer. If you are ready to transform your workflow, you have to try Miro today. To show you how powerful it is, I created my own Miro board that you can check out at Miro.com slash success pod. It has a ton of resources for entrepreneurs, but it will also show you all the functionality of Miro. So go to Miro.com or go to Miro.com slash success pod for a ton of resources. Try Miro today. It's going to radically change how you collaborate with your team. Welcome to Lessons Episodes of Success Story, part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. These Lessons Episodes will be shorter conversations with past guests, valued members of the Success Story community, and myself. They'll be focused on teaching you actionable, insightful takeaways that you can use to upskill your personal and professional life. What does it actually take to find talent, to to put out a hit, to actually market the shit out of it? Because that's that's what you're doing. You're building this persona of this incredible talent. And there's a lot of talent that's out there that's incredible. It doesn't make it. So I'm super curious as to like the behind the scenes and to what building a building a, a star looks like. So the behind the scene executive, you know, my my superpower was radio promotions. So I made my bones growing in the business. You know, the guy who you say, I hate hearing that record on the radio over and over and over again. Well, it was because of people like me, right? Like we, <laughs> yeah, we pitched and sold, you know, the program director who is, who's responsible for the records going into ro- rotation in a very, you know, root, root perspective. Um, but what we do at record labels is identify talent and we give the artist the, the best opportunity to be exposed to the masses. And obviously, the talent is what really drives the business and the executives enhance, you know, the experience as well as push through all of the different gateways that are known to exploit, you know, the music or expose the music globally. So, you know, when you think about the artists that you mentioned that, you know, our team worked on and that, you know, I've worked with is that they were super talented individuals. So they had to actually cut through to rise up to get yeah. the people like us that will help them fulfill their destiny and their dreams and their goals. What are, look, like, Even if you compare it to like pro, pro athletes, what's the percentage of people that actually make it in a music career? Um, there was a stat, and don't quote me, but it's, you gotta, you gotta feel, think it's far less than 5%. And it is all, it's all relative. I'm sure it's less, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all relative. It's all relative, though, on how you, 
how you view success though, right? There are the mega superstars, which are the very small percentage, right? And then there are people who are making a living actually in their their field of artistry and being able to sustain themselves. So, you know, there's the, you know, they're the superstars, stars, and then they're kind of like people who are making livings um, doing it. And yeah. then there are people who are involved, you know, it's really like a hobby. So it just depends on what you want from it. But, you know, the commercial end of it, that's dictated by, you know, the people who come and buy. That's the only way you can look at that. The big sellers, big toppers. Now, I'm actually curious because even after working at all those labels, um, you started your own company, Diverse, Diverse mm-hmm. Media. So I'm curious, what was what was wrong in the industry? What are you trying to change? Like you've been in the industry for 30 years. So what are things that aren't working? Uh, is it the supporting the talent? Like I know I don't want you to talk shit about the places you work because you worked with oh, a ton yeah, of great yeah, people and whatnot. You'll put a hit on me. Yeah, I know 100%. But there's there's things you're trying to solve for is what I'm saying or else you wouldn't be doing this. Absolutely. So what's important for me in the 30 years of, of uh, being in the business is you realize that there's an unbalance of information that's given, right? You see people come in and um, on both sides, the executive end as well as the artisan, they make millions of dollars and they can potentially, you know, a decade, two decades be flat broke just because they've never prepared and they haven't prepared is because no one has introduced them to different options on what they can do with their money, looking at their career, both in in the now and in the future and how you have to prepare yourself for that. So if you think about a child or a kid or a young adult that now gets a hit record and you get a half a million dollars, million dollars, two million dollars, well, you might never even had a checkbook. Mm-hmm. So what's important for you the day that um, you become successful is the team that you surround yourself with. And unfortunately, you may not have those resources or avenues or ideas. You only know what you know. So what my goal is at this point is to provide as much information as possible. And that's why I created the It's Your Time conference, which, um, you know, my inaugural uh, conference will hit and um Martin Luther King uh, weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina, the 12th through the 15th. So we're going to give artists an opportunity to audition, um, which will give somebody $10,000 to bet on themselves, not some hokey folky deal. Like, because you know what, at the end of the day, someone may need money to pay their engineer. You know, they might need money to, you know, retain an attorney. They may need money to clean up their books. So giving you a deal doesn't solve your problems. Giving you an opportunity to bet on yourself in your art is more important. And then we're going to have two days of panels, which will give that information on how you can provide um, and provide for yourself in your livelihood as an artist. So we'll do estate. We have a plan, panel on estate planning. We have a panel on um you know how to get hot and invest in real estate we'll have you know panels on cryptos you know the the one-on-ones of of if you're interested how do you get involved in a whole host and array of other different things that are educational whether you're in music or not that's valuable for entrepreneurs artists um tastemakers influencers etc how do we how do we better serve people like now the, the the onus has to be on the rock nations and the epic records and the of the world that when they're onboarding talent they're like they're setting them up with the right people 
or else the or else if you're if you're not if you're just if you're just a marketing house then that's you're just marketing and you're making money for somebody that may not be able to manage it or know how to manage it or be aligned with a shitty manager or something like that so how do we sort of do better because this is a plaguing anybody who comes into money real quick so i mean you're part of the process and and the solution you know i hope to be that as well is we have to push the information out it's also incumbent on the individual to do the work as we stated earlier in this interview like yeah. you have to become a student of the game like you can't expect people to do for you more than you're willing to do for yourself and and i think that just becomes very naive um if you're going for you know heart surgery you're gonna have you know i would hope a minimum of of two different opinions Opinion. right? <laughs> depending on how bad it is you know you if you got time, get three, but you yeah. don't just like go sit with the first doctor and go, all right, cool. And never ask him how many heart surgeries have you done? Right? Oh, no, that's my first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my first. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, that's not a good idea. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give myself this whole week. I know you said it's seven days. I'm going to give myself seven days because I can't really bank on you. And you have to look at it. You know, that's in a light note, but seriously, yeah. You have to look at your career is serious as a heart attack, right? Yeah. Like you got to prepare yourself, right? If your heart's not in good condition, you want to make sure that you're getting the best care, treatment, and person that can work with you because you can change it, right? You yeah. can change your outcome because now you already know the prognosis and the diagnosis. So therefore, it's incumbent on you. So if you walk into a music business or any business, knowing what 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 waits ahead and you choose to go down that road then whose fault is it